What's up, guys? Mitch Pelkey back again with another episode of Pelk Talk. Today, joined by fellow podcasters, David and Jake, who are the hosts of How the F Did You Get That Podcast. How are you guys doing today? We're good, man. We're good. Uh, first time we've been referred to as podcasters, I think, so that's pretty neat. Yeah, we made it, we made it Jake. But uh, good on this Friday morning. There we go. I like to hear that. So I'm going to be honest. Like I, I started listening to you guys after you guys did an interview with my guy, RJ, for, from the PLL. Like, I'm still shook that you guys only have, like, around 600 followers on Instagram. Like, I think, like, the concept is just a simple question, but, like, I'm surprised, like, you guys aren't, like, famous yet. I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> We're not, but, yeah, man. <laughs> Appreciate that. You got you you to start somewhere. Yeah, no, we're stoked, man. We're we're just glad. Like, there there's been like a couple people here and there who just reach out and they're like, "Hey, we get value out of this," and like that's honestly that's all we were looking to do off the top. Both David, I guess more so me, because David was I guess way more traditionally successful out of college. But like me, like out of college, I was just like, "There's no blueprint for this." Like yeah. especially in the media entrepreneurship, like like. There's, there's no, okay, here you go, point A to point B. Everybody's journey is, like, very zigzaggy. So we wanted to find a way to, like, tell those stories. And, honestly, we're only smart enough to come up with one question. So that was how it, yeah. came, that was how it came to be. I like that. Well, let's not waste any time. Let's hop right into it. So how the F did you guys start? How the F did you get that job podcast? So I, I guess, like, Jake Jake came to me with the idea and the name. So he did, he did most of the legwork. And at front, honestly, I thought it was pretty corny. I was like – but, like, then I, after I thought about it, I was like, ah, no, like, this, this is corny, but, like, corny wins sometimes. And, like, it's yeah. straight to the point. And, like, you know exactly what you're getting when you when you click our podcast. Like, there's going to be the journey of how the, after that person get that job. Um so Jake started it and it really stemmed from in the beginning when we were living in the city, like we would take people out to breakfast and we're like, Hey, it would be a good thing to network. Um, but breakfast in the city is expensive. Uh, <laughs> so we, we decided that this podcast was the more time efficient way and uh, just was, was more of a value add on all fronts. And we started like reaching out to people and we were just amazed that people actually wanted to come on. And I, we, we talked about this with one of our clients, shout out Hakeem Vallis. He's a, a just stud human, just a, just a great human being in general. Um, but Keem always told us like, Hey, start a podcast. Cause it's way better to say, Hey, come on my podcast. than Hey, can I pick your brain for five minutes? So yeah. you completely oh, okay. flip the value proposition when you, when you do that. And we're like, that's so smart. So yeah, that, that was, that was the big motivation behind getting it going. And which one of you two started like the tagline like two not so interesting guys asking one question. I love that. I think that's like so sick. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That, that was, that, that was also made off the jump. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys, you guys both quit your your dream job at Vayner Sports um, to pursue this podcast and, and other things. You know, how hard was that for you guys? Well, I, for me, not that hard because I actually didn't quit. I, I was asked not to continue after our internship. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it's actually it's a good story because I like uh, did like at the end of our internship, I was in grad school and David was finishing up his senior year at Syracuse. I was doing grad school, honestly, because I didn't have any better idea. Like I said, I came out of school and I had no idea where I was going. So 
I talked, I had a meeting with AJ Vaynerchuk, who's like co-founder of Vayner Sports, just one the smartest guy I think I've ever met. And he, I'm like, AJ, I will let, I, I like mapped out the littlest money I could live on living on a bunk bed in Queens and going into Vayner Sports for a year. So I think that number was something like 26K. I was like, dude, if you guys just pay me 26K, I'll make it through. I'll like, I can make it through the year. I'll grind for you. I'll live at this office. And he's like, Jake, nothing against you. He's like, I believe that you'll do this, which is scary. But I also don't, I, I, I don't think it's a, the best move. And you know, the economics of this business, like better than anybody, like, you know that like a hire right now just doesn't make sense unless you're bringing on three to four clients. And I was like, that, yeah, that makes sense. So I went back to Nebraska with kind of my tail between my legs. Well, back up a little bit. Me and Jake were interns together at first. We actually really disliked each other. Hated we were like both oh, like really? hated each other because we were both like, we were both like hardos and like trying to get the job. Like and rival and so like for the first, yeah, exactly. So the, for the first, like, uh, you know, three weeks, we were like at each other saying who can stay in the office later, who can grab more, blah, 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 blah. And then we went out one night and, and got drunk and um, became friends. They encouraged um, it a little bit too. They had us play bubble hockey to see who got like this promotion it. one time. Really? Yeah, they were like, oh, so they, could, they could kind of feel the tension, huh? Yeah. So then we, we became friends. Uh, I ended up, so I ended up telling AJ in like my meeting, like, Hey, like I'll work for free for another year. I'm interning. I'll intern from Syracuse. Like, um, no skin off my back. Like just want to stay involved. And then that ended up leading me into the job at Vayner, which was awesome. And it was, it was, I spent two years there and learned like so much. It was kind of just baptized by fire, just straight in. Let's, let's get you involved with everything. Um, was, was, AJ's assistant was heading up content there um, and just learned a lot over those two years. Um, and then I guess back to, you know, how Jake got his start, like through it, there was one client by the name of Josh Martin who played for the Jets at the time through Vayner and I was helping him with some work and it was like this business manager helping him with daily content role. And on top of everything else I was doing, it was just getting too much for me after a couple of months. And I told AJ, I said, hey, like, this is honestly a full-time job. Like, somebody should be hired for this. So he had the conversation with Josh saying he needs to, like, hire someone. Like, and AJ asked me, do you have anyone in mind? And, it's, you know, everybody says it's who you know, not what you know. And, like, I was like, yeah. you know, Jake, Jake would be the perfect guy for this. And on top of that, like, you know, Jake deserved the job as, not, as much, if not more than me, at Vayner. So I felt good, like, hey, like, Jake will knock this one out of the park, right? Um, so Jake started with Josh. Um, and I'll let you kind of, yeah, I was, I was supposed to start a job at, uh, uh, the Colorado Rapids cause shout out major league soccer. I was in their sales program. They stick 30 dudes in a dormitory wow. in Blaine, Minnesota. And, and two, we had two girls, uh, shout out. Uh, <laughs> and they stick all of us in a dorm in Blaine, Minnesota, and like we compete against each other for sales for I visited him. I visited him, and it was a social experiment, man. It was just, <laughs> really. What is it? Just like uh, three hundred cold calls every day? Oh no! Like average three hundred. I think I every averaged. Day? I averaged two ninety three. There was one day I think I put in six fifty. We had one kid set the record at nine fifteen in a day. Oh my god! We That's it like was prison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you're we're so locked in we're so like you're, you're it's delusional and like uh, there, it's uh, i think this is this is like the best way to put it into perspective it is a 45 minute uber to downtown minneapolis i think split like four ways it always ended up being like somewhere between 50 and 80 dollars at the start of, we we made an extra like 300 to 400 dollars a month they shut down this program so i think i can i can kind of talk about it like this but yeah. <laughs> like, uh we made an extra 300 to 400 dollars every month so we had nothing really to live on like that was it we would every every week every weekend we would say like or every week to start on monday we'd say all right we're not going into the city like there's no way and then we would spend 60 hours competing against each other. And by that, by like 3 p.m. on Friday, everyone's in the group chat going, we're getting Ubers. It's going at this time. And we're going to Minneapolis because <laughs> <laughs> we just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. No, I like that competition. of What, what was your kind of like pickup line? Like, hey, this is Jake from Colorado. You want some tickets or what was it? You remember it? You have to remember it. Oh, yeah. I got I, I, I got a, I'm trying to think of some of the other kids who have some good one. My mine like I'm trying to think. Hey, this is Jake from the Vancouver Whitecaps. How are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying that on repeat, huh? On repeat. Uh, and then a uh, shout out, uh, Kenny, uh, our boy Kenny Kenneth Maley. Uh, Kenny was a kid from Jersey, had a big booming voice, and well, you'd always hear Kenny from across the room. Hey, this is Kenny from the Vancouver Whitecaps. How we feeling today? <laughs> so Kenny had a great one. Those gritty times, like, did you come away with any life lessons? Absolutely, absolutely. Honestly, the the whole thing was really like a test of how bad do you want it. Like, we had seven kids quit. The us that made it all that all made it to the end, like there, like because we would get like kids would get plucked out too. Like if they were doing really well, John Becker got like my roommate there got plucked out really early because he was just a stud. He was, he was great on the phones. Yeah. So kind of going back to Vayner sports, you know, what was it like working with AJ Vaynerchuk and Gary V? Yeah. I mean, like you kind of realize like when you walk in those doors, like even as an intern and Jake can say this too, like the culture that they established there is just like, it, there's, there's not many other companies that have that same culture. Like you walk in and you know, like, amazing things are happening here like they have like some special sauce that they're cooking up like everybody's got a smile on their face from from vayner media and vayner sports like everybody's happy to go to work and it's not your office normal office culture where everybody's wearing suits and ties like this is everybody's wearing supreme or joggers or whatever it is like casual hoodies like whatever blue light glasses jewels on desk <laughs> whatever it is <laughs> um so it's 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 definitely a fun place to work but um, you realize like how efficient they are. I think like at my first couple of weeks, even at the internship, I remember coming back to my dad and be like, these guys know how to work. Like these yeah. before my internship, it's not, it's not even the same, but you realize like, especially from AJ, like, just like you can be a really, really good person and be extremely successful. It's like, you don't need to be a, a, a dick boss. Like everybody, there's stigmas against bosses for being like not the best. And, um, you know, AJ is somebody who treats people the way they want to be treated and knows knows that that'll get them to work harder uh, for them. And it just is a good guy in the, in the sports industry agency business, which uh, are sometimes slim to come, come by. Uh, so realize that from him and just like staying organized and 
that, I mean, it was, it was a great experience. I think I couldn't have had a better first two years in the workplace to work for someone like that. Yeah. Yeah. He, I remember being on our first call with AJ because AJ was having uh, his daughter, his first daughter, like first child that summer. So we didn't see a lot of AJ in, in the office. Uh, we were managed by Danny David, the goat. Um, and, uh, AJ, like I, we were on a, a marketing call with AJ and it was, it was one of the bigger deals that like, I guess David and I had heard of at the time. And we were just amazed how good he was at negotiating and managing the relationship all at the same time. Like I can remember great, like, yeah looking at looking at each other after that we're like okay so this is why AJ like this, like this is why everybody makes a big deal about him and like anytime somebody asks me about Gary I tell him like that that, that stuff is not yeah, bad. uh is is that guy all the time he's turned on he's got he's bringing that energy like and and it and you can feel it throughout like we we worked the closest our section of sports was like just geographically in the office was worked the closest with team Gary. So we like, that was just by virtue of being close to them. That was who we got to know. And like that energy flows through that team, like for better or worse, like those, those guys, like, like guys and girls. First ones in, last ones out. First ones in, last ones out. I love that. There was not a day where like, there were days where Dave and I stayed till 10 PM. There were, there were not days where we stayed longer than team Gary. There was always yeah. somebody from the team in there longer than us and then there in the morning before us. Yep. That's sick. You guys probably learned so much from from that internship, huh? Yeah. Learned I mean, a lot. Just from yeah. being around, like, the ecosystem um, and just, like, absorbing everything uh, from them. It, 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 was, it, was, it was awesome. And this is pretty inside baseball, but, like, I had written – I'd written a lot of papers about – or not a lot of papers, but, like, I dove in on the sports industry. Like, I think I wrote and combined probably like a 30 pages at that point about the sports agency industry and everything that I see that's wrong with it. And most of that is just, uh, you know, guys are motivated to go sign that next contract. It's not even sports agents get a bad rep, uh, you know, like that, that they're all about the money, that they don't take care of their people. But the economics of it, it just breaks down to if you don't sign that next person, your agency is going to die. So a lot of times they're not even bad people. That's just the economics of it. And looking at Vayner sports, they're not only trying to like break that model. They're also trying to do more for more for their people on the back end in terms of the social media deals, the, the, the digital media help that goes in on the back end, which is even like less cost effective. And I still remember when, when the Dave and I got to meet with, Gary for 10 minutes in a back office in Long Island city where we got, we got a text that morning. <laughs> we had sent an email to Tyler at the beginning of the summer. We're like, Hey, we, we'd love, like if he ever has time, we'd love 10 minutes. And we got a text from Tyler, the, like a morning, a week and a half before our internship was over. It was like, you guys got 10 minutes, Long Island city. That's sick. At, at like today at two thirty PM. Like, and I remember walking in and him and Gary immediately complimenting Jake's eyes. Yeah, really? That was big. That was big. <laughs> Did he comment you, David, or no? No, I didn't really bad. No, I don't remember it. I was just to finish that story. I was just gonna say, yeah, I, I asked him like I asked him about that. I was like, the economics don't work, and he's like, yeah. He's like, we're we're gonna lose money. We're gonna keep losing money because we're we're gonna make it work. 
like because everybody's gonna see that we're doing more and that's how you break the model and i thought that was like that was the best answer you could have given me so let's hop back into the podcast you know getting guests like you said aj vaynerchuk head of sports at instagram dev sethi and two-time Emmy award-winning Ty Rogers, you know, how do you guys get these big names? Is it just like a straight DM or you guys like boys with these guys? So, I mean, some of the guys like we've met, but I think like Jake said in the beginning, like shout out Hakeem, like when you say, hey, you want to hop on my podcast and you know this better than anyone too, like making that micro content on the back, back end. And for anyone who doesn't know what micro content is, it's just a clipped up the best minute of the podcast clipped up into a video packaged well like we would say up front like hey uh this is david you know with how to f did you get that job podcast um like we'd love to have you on this is our instagram we'd love to make you a piece of content like this you know it would take 30 minutes of your time and i think now is a great time to start a podcast because realistically like when the world comes back, people are doing things on Friday nights and people are like seeing family and stuff like that. Like right now, like on a Thursday night, like, what are you doing? Like you're lying. Yeah. And you're busy. Like you're, yeah. you're just uh, not busy. Like you're either working or you're watching a movie with your roommates, friends and family or girlfriend. Right. And that's it. Yeah. So like asking someone for 30 minutes of their time to be in a podcast, like, isn't that big of an ask. So I think like I'm, we, we've had some famous denials. We, we, we were not afraid to swing and miss. We got denied by like Mark that. Cuban which was kind of cool. Got an email from him, got an email from Pete Carroll, uh, which was really cool too, uh, saying he won't come on the podcast. Uh, (laughs) So, I mean, that was pretty cool though. Like to have some conversation with guys like that. Like, um, but I think just, just being, not being afraid to swing and miss is the biggest thing. Who would you guys say is your favorite guest that came on? Putting us on the spot. Let me think. We love them all equally. Um, I, I really liked uh, – I, I love the, the way Blake Lawrence's mind works. I, like, I've always been interested in, like, the way Blake thinks about stuff. So, like, getting him in a podcast setting was, was, was pretty cool to dive into, like, name, image, likeness and everything. Like, he's on, he's on the cutting edge of that stuff, and that's the stuff that really interests me. So, that one sticks out to me right away. Yeah. Um, and I'll say honestly, a friend, friend of personal friend of mine though, like Wes Wilson. Uh, this was a good one. He he played D one football at Montana State and really likes producing videos and kind of just created a channel for himself and eating food, and that turned into him being like Chato Tosinko's right hand at Bleacher Report betting, and now he's a video producer at Bleacher Report, and he's two two three years out of college. So just kind of the moral of that is the moral with most of our podcasts, but. You do something you're passionate about, like the money will come eventually. Or, yeah. Just just keep on grinding at it. So on the flip side of that, who would you guys say is the worst guess? Um, I, I I'm gonna flip this, but like Kyle Gardner, maybe just, it might be my least favorite, just because KG is so stupid successful at such a young age. And he just and it, and there's no seat like there's no secret to it. There's no like oh my gosh, this kid is like like. He's just he's, he's, he's just he's, a good human being who works hard. Yeah. So, and yeah. he's for anyone listening, he's uh, a 19 year old. Yeah, I was about to say he's my age. Yeah, he's 19 <laughs> and shoots for Saquon and Sterling Shepard and Post Malone. Just, yeah. just got just got hired as a for the Jet by the Jets. Yeah, that, that's sad. It's probably not even public. So yeah, so <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't really don't want. <laughs> 
But, and I want to know your guys' answer. If you could take one of the person's jobs that you guys interviewed, what job would you take? Who would it be? I'd say, uh, I'd say Jesse Cole. I think what he's been able to do with the bananas and like just grow a team out of nothing, uh, grew a a below single. I worked for below single A baseball. This was my first internship. And like, that's independent baseball, man. That's low. Like, that's not like, that's, it's hard to get fans in for minor league, even below minor leagues, even tougher. And he was able to kind of create, use what PT Barnum has done and, the circus and bring that to baseball and make baseball fun again really has and have bigger social channels as this independent baseball team than um than some major league teams uh in, in the city of savannah which is just really really cool and yeah, I mean, sick. guy has a guy has a lot of fun so I, i'd say something like that jake Plummer, he lived the american dream like small town kid from idaho he did. goes to goes to the biggest party school in the nation has them competing for a national championship goes and plays for the nfl team in that city everybody loves him goes to denver just because he wanted to like he wanted to switch up and now he he's got he's got his lake house in idaho and he's got his house in boulder and he's he's living the dream well i want to ask this question because like you guys put out like so much content uh, on the podcast and via instagram and everything like you guys have a team or is it kind of just youtube doing the whole show gotta ha- gotta have a team off the bat it was it was a lot of us like off the bat it was and then we realized very quickly if we wanted to keep running a oh there he is <laughs> if we wanted to keep, is he part of the team that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh remy uh we, we realized that we wanted to like actually keep this going and run a business. We needed, we needed a team. So my sister, uh, Jenna Miller, uh, it was huge. Jenna, Jenna still edits all the episodes. Any, anything like anytime we sound funny, it's because of Jenna. It's not because of like anything that we said. And then <laughs> she chops it up. I like that. <laughs> and then, uh, our, our boy Yash, uh, out in India, Yash, is a very gifted video editor and very efficient which is it's it's sometimes it's tough to find both of those things in one person but and, and Josh is that guy and our, and our boy Jake Gettish I think I yeah. think finding people that like and this sounds tough but like kind of like believe in it a little bit like and be like okay this this may have the juice to become successful and uh even if it doesn't like people who are interested in the podcast space because it's just good experience. Like, especially like college kids are always trying to get their foot in the door. Um, and if you can bring value to a podcast, like you could say that on your resume, right. And then say, Hey, I helped edit footage for a podcast and it grew X amount. Like, um, building a team is crucial, but cause a podcast is a full-time job. If you don't have a team, as you, as you probably know, if you're doing all the editing and everything on the yeah. back end, right? it's, it's a lot, a lot of, of work. It's not just click the record button and, posted on anchor it's 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 yeah. not simple no I, I like what you said there because like and the marketing aspect like you guys and, and me like you would not have met half the people you guys interviewed if it wasn't for the podcast absolutely I think that's like the coolest part just to kind of make these relationships we wouldn't be we wouldn't be on this podcast right now <laughs> yeah that's true and i thought like the cool thing was with your guys instagram is like the stuff you guys post it's like so modern and so like eye-catching i was like I mean, if these if these two guys like do it all themselves, like they're talented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, our team's pretty, our team's talented for sure. They are. Oh, and Santino is the guy who made the Santino Stancato is the guy who made the first uh, 
like intro thing, like to every video, like the animation, like that, that after effect stuff is definitely yeah. something where we, we kind of chalk that up to magic. We, don't, we, we would have no idea where to start with that. Yeah, no, it's confusing. Switch gears here. You know, Jake, you found Grip Player Services. You know, what, what is Grip Player Services? Yeah, so I like David talked about earlier, I, I started working with a linebacker from the Jets, uh, Josh Martin, and started helping him with his personal brand in digital media. And just honestly, it was, it was that general and helping, with, helping him with everything from administrative stuff all the way up to this uh, video project that he wanted to do where he took an RV across the country and filmed it all with you know, a 30 for 30 director, a, another guy who was an award-winning director, like bit like big projects like that. Um, the goal was just set him up to do what he wants to do when he's done playing and use digital media to do that. That's huge right now. <clears throat> that's, and that's like, <clears throat> we got into it and found that there's, there's, I, there's just not a lot of people doing that back to what I was saying about like sports agencies, like, a lot of more fo- like need to be focused on the next contract. And then a lot of marketing people who I think like, if, if you're looking at the industry from the outside, you'd assume kind of that's where that help comes from. Those marketing people like David and I probably know that better than anybody are grinding to get these $500 deals done with like yeah. <laughs> XYZ coffee company. And like, you, you don't have a whole lot of time to, to then take a step back and be like, huh? Um, I wonder if Josh should switch up that headline on this LinkedIn post. Like, no, like you're not, you're not going to dive into like that sort of stuff. So we saw a need for it. And I think it's been really cool. uh, Like uh, every client that we've brought on has come from referral and like ever since David came on, like the product has just been has increased exponentially. And so now it's, it's even like, it's really cool seeing people come, the, the need is there because we're not doing any marketing to like illustrate the need. Like people yeah. are coming to us seeing that we're the guys that's fixing sick. this problem, which is. Yeah. Which is and it's also back to Jake's point. Like, and that's one of the main reasons like I left Vayner too. Like when you have a job, like you want to find purpose in it, you want to like help at least me, like I want to help people. Uh, and like with my like job at Vayner, like I was, I went from like being helping like a lot on the creative side. And then I was working mostly on the marketing side and, I was making those hundred emails and stuff out to coffee companies for that $500,000, literally coffee deal. The last deal I said was a $500 coffee deal. (laughs) Right. right. It's not even an example. I mean, it is like, it's a perfect example actually. And I just realized like I can provide more value to players if I help them on the digital front and the branding front, then, you know, the $500 deal is not going to change someone's world. Right. But like, if we're able to brand somebody, and get them and that leads to more opportunities which will entail then if we brand them better will lead to more marketing deals right it'll make the marketing job of the guys eat much easier, easier like there's yeah. a need for it um and, and and it's been awesome so far there we go and and jake on one of your podcasts you said you were a big routine guy and i'm huge into that do you have like a set in stone morning routine or no yeah, uh, I it used to be even more rigid because I was doing seventy five hard. If you, have you heard of that? No, what's that? Seventy five oh, hard give is the, you, give the Jake the mic. You work out twice a day, forty five minutes. One of them has to be outside. Uh, 
you stick to a diet, just pick a diet, stick to it. Uh, read 10 pages, drink a gallon of water, and take a progress picture every day for 75 days. Oh, I kind of so, like that. So, <laughs> what was the hardest out of those for you? Did you did you include the no 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 drinking either? No no drinking, no drink. And, and you if you if you mess up, you you go back to day zero. So you have to do seventy five days straight. Uh, toughest part initially was that no, like no drinking. Uh, no, and especially I, I started it last November. Like was the one was when I first started trying it, and yeah. so that was that was definitely the toughest part at first. Then it's just like keeping mentally focused enough to like, there's little things like taking the progress picture every day. I think that's where a lot of people mess up. Like that's where yeah. I messed up on like day 30 or something. Like I, I didn't get through it. And like, why is it just, cause I just it's like, so like you're, you're so focused on like those big things of like, I'm going to knock out these workout and then I'm going to get it going and I'm going to program in my next workout and I'm going to get that. And then like, it feels like if you save that progress photo for the end of the day, it's really easy to just be like, all right, or or even like reading like the reading 10 pages it just sounds easy i feel like for for a lot of people and the it's the stuff you take for granted that ends up like biting you now like morning routine is uh wake up you know brush teeth make bed do that stuff and then i read like i i knock, I knock out 10 pages in the morning it, if when i was doing 75 hard i would do the the morning workout but now that I only work out once a day. I, I don't do yeah. it anymore. <laughs> so then I I go up a creative task in the morning, like something that requires a little bit more brain power. And then David and I usually start calls around 10 a.m. my time. And then I, I save like the more I don't want to say menial stuff, but like the more spreadsheet type stuff where I'm just entering data. Move one of those projects to the end of the day when we're done with calls. Later in the day. Well, Jake, you, you said you were a former NCAA athlete. What sport did you play and where did you go to college? So kind of. Uh, I played Division three basketball at Nebraska – and played, oh, okay. in quotes, uh, Division three basketball at Nebraska Wesleyan University. We did have some hoopers. We had Trey Bardsley who would led – him and Trey Young went back and forth between leading the NCAA in, in, average, in points per game when we were seniors. Well, last question before we hop into verse talk, you know, who do you guys look up to in the podcast game? I mean, the easy answer is Rogan, right? Like that's yeah. just like a cop out answer. Uh, I'll say Dak Shepard. Uh, I really, I really like armchair expert. Uh, he's funny. He, he, it's just like the podcasts that are more laid back. I kind of, cause I think people, not a stigma, but there's definitely a lot of podcasts that are super buttoned up. And hey, how what, so what strict, was this yeah. about your journey that made you successful? You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, yeah. all right, loosen up. Like <laughs> it doesn't have to be that deep. So I think both those guys do a really good job of making it feel just like a, a back and forth dialogue and not like a, a that you're being recorded. People like Tim Ferriss, I'm really impressed with because like it's you can just tell there's so much research on that on that front yeah. end, and it means so much. That's what he's talking about. Exactly. And and then people like the, the part of my take guys, I honestly think are brilliant. Like I, 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 I owe one of my buddies so much for putting me onto them. Like yeah. 2016, that was, that was when I was graduating college was when they started. And uh-huh. they like, I can remember that, that like, I, I talked about it a little bit, but that coming out of college and having really no idea what to like, what the next steps were and just feeling kind of aimless. Like, they got me through some tough times. Like they like, I, I, I laughing, like, like laughing with them 
like kept me from crying sometimes. So like That's I will sick. always That's like cool. I'll always have a soft spot in my heart for those guys, and I think they're. I, they're so much smarter than people give them credit for, like in terms of navigating. Because it comes off so like naturally, it doesn't really look like they're trying at all. But exactly. they definitely are. And there's there's like there's some of my friends who are like the most liberal people I know, and then there's some of my friends who are diehard Republicans. They all love part of my take, and I think yeah, there's you got it. say what you will. There's some there's some magic in that. Yeah, and yeah, I'm not. I'm not the biggest Barstool guy either. Sorry to interrupt, but the fact that and there is some genius to it, but like because. The fact that they get thousands of people to tune in to them having a fake character play NCAA football 14 yeah. is like wild. Like, there's like, I, I know, mean, dude. It's like some of the stuff they do is like, dude, I could be doing the same thing. It's like, it's so, it's so like easy and genuine, but I don't know. People love it. I, I like it too. Yeah. yeah. It's just the power of personality. I mean, honestly, dude, and like, this isn't like, like sucking up or anything but like people like you who just do it yeah. i think there's so many people who are like hamstringed at the starting line like thinking like oh, how am i gonna like like you i i guess to the best of my knowledge when we were talking before like you don't have an electrical engineering degree or like you don't have like a soundboard with like 80 different buttons wow. in front of you right now like you're, no, you're just doing it yeah. and like because we, we talked about it like you, you see the value in it so like that's I, I, the smaller creators, like, not, and then not to say, like, you're a much bigger creator than us, but like the smaller type creators, I, I have a ton of respect for now, now that we're in it. Sweet. I appreciate that. Let's move into our last section here called verse talk. These questions are Jake versus David. You guys ready? <laughs> That's right. All right. Who would win in a wrestling match? Jake. Oh, for sure? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You guys are on an island. Who's surviving longer? Oh, I, think, I, I think me. I think I take it upon myself to hunt our food right when we right when we get there, and I think I, I challenge the wrong wombat on the wrong day, and that's how I go down. I've <laughs> been watching Survivor my whole life, been taking notes, and will go. <laughs> that too, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> and will go on Survivor at some point in my life, so uh, I'll t- I'll take myself. I know you guys both have girlfriends, but who was better with the ladies back in the day? It's funny because we didn't like know each other, each other because like, like I, when, I met, when i met jake he had a girlfriend and then like i was single for like what two years before and then I, and then i started dating jelly the one time we were single together was the what was the, that like the, the one <laughs> the whole, yeah. we know it, it was it was like something out of a movie uh <laughs> was, <laughs> but uh we only got to see each other like one time when we were both single and it was just it, it was it was a it was like a traditional american college type weekend like the one yeah that- i think it's like it's like you know it felt like we were in like american pie for a weekend which never happens but like that, yeah. was, that, that was pretty cool if david has no fear talking to somebody initially i'm somebody, where I, later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm somebody where i have to get comfortable david has zero fear so david like just puts out shots say down the road you guys have kids who's gonna be a better dad <laughs> that's tough. That's uh i think jake will be harder on it harder on his kids yeah. than i will i think yeah. that i i don't I'll, I'll, i'm just gonna I, I think david will be yeah. a better dad uh i don't know I don't know. I'm competitive though. I'm gonna be, <laughs> I know. Be, be such a better. No, I can tell. Just I think, I think Jake, right, I, like we'll, we'll give it like 
maybe I'll be a better dad. Jake's kids will be much more athletic. I like that. So let's say you two are both in the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Who's down to more hot dogs? I, I, I think, put I a think, hurting I, on David. <laughs> what? I I put a hurting on you. Yeah, you tell me. Really? <laughs> I think I think I'd love to see you against Eli though. These are other really uh, good friends who's like could be a competitive eater probably. Quantity, quantity and speed wise. So yeah, okay, I, you I got look me. forward to that. You got me. So let's say you two are in the wild. Two black bears come up to both of you. Who's lasting longer in a fight? Yeah, Jake. So am I. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, listen. I was born in like and raised in like the suburbs of New York City. This man is an Eagle Cop. Was born and raised in Steamboat Springs, where he had to yeah. fight off mountain bears every morning to get to school. Like, <laughs> Walking to the bus. All right. So, last question about the podcast. You know, is this just kind of a quarantine project, or is this something you got? You see, you guys self doing like long term. I I'd like to get to a thousand episodes. I want to keep doing this. It's fun, yeah. man. We get we get to meet cool people like you. We get to like we get to have great conversations and like we'd be doing the same thing otherwise. We'd just be paying a lot more money for New York City breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think it's also the thing. And like, I know this is wishful thinking, but we do this for two, three, four, five years, right? Like, one or never is going to be bigger. But like, this is something that I think can turn into something bigger. Like, just being a and people are always wondering about like how people got their jobs and especially in the sports field of what we've been kind of like putting our niche in, like there, there's no set path uh, when getting into like that sports entrepreneurial space. I'd love for this to be like an ongoing thing that I do for the next five, 10, we do for the next five, 10, you know, as long as podcasts are around. Yeah. Till we find That's out who's sad. a better dad. Yeah, <laughs> that's sick well jake david i appreciate you guys coming on you know where, where can the fans find you instagram uh follow grit, <laughs> grit player services at how tf did you get that job then if you want to follow my personal uh grit marshall and mine is at jaffin and all those links will be in the description but jake david i appreciate you guys coming on the podcast Mitch, thanks for having us man thanks, Mitch. absolutely